Hey everyone, and welcome to the pod. I'm Jen Oceana. And I'm Bridget Aileen. Here at the Uplifted Pod, our mission is simple. Follow what lights you up and find your people who feel the same. We are here to have fun, play, inspire, and empower you to align with your highest self. Hey everyone, it is Bridget here. I am without Jen and I'm already missing her because of the times and everything that's going on. We have been separated and it's hard for us because we we really vibe off each other's energy. But with that being said, I, I'm excited to bring you guys this information. I'm a little nervous, which is funny. Um, but I'm going to be talking about today my experience with a past life regression and just what it showed me about myself, what it showed me about some of my fears, and what it showed me about who I really am as a leader and what are my next steps. So we're going to kind of dive into it. I want to first talk about what a past life regression is because you might be listening to this and you might be like, okay, what is that? What is she talking about? But a past life regression and my experience with Danielle Massey, who led me in this beautiful, beautiful experience was basically she used hypnosis or not even hypnosis. She just guided me to a place within myself where I was very, very centered And from that space, she guided my soul to be able to see past this 3D reality and to be able to see into past experiences and also future experiences, which was what happened to me. So I'm sure that all past life regressions are different, but I felt so, so comfortable with my beautiful guide, Danielle Massey, and she just made me feel so at home with the meditation that guided my soul away from this physical body. So we'll get into how that happened. But to go back a little bit, I want to give you guys a little bit of insight on my spiritual journey. So this is not my first rodeo um, in the last couple of years. Really, my journey started when I was about 15 years old through an illness. And you might be listening to this and being like, oh my God, me too. That happened to me. So my illness was dealing with Lyme disease, and I look at it now with the utmost gratitude. And you might be thinking, how is she grateful for (laughs) Lyme disease? Because also it was very, it was very stressful on my physical body. I was dealing with a lot of pneumonia, weight loss, infections, staph infections all over my body in areas that you don't really want to have a staph infection. Um... And it was challenging to not feel in control, but I was quite young and didn't really know what to do. So it opened the door for me. And this is why Lyme disease was one of my most beautiful experiences because it opened the door for my spiritual journey. How did it open the door for my spiritual journey? It literally led me to understand that food and what you put into your body is so, so important. And this was just the first doorway that opened. I see it like a portal. And once I stepped into that doorway of understanding like, oh, wait, food is medicine. Food can heal me. Food can help me. I was introduced to so many other modalities, so many other doors. It led me to understand holistic nutrition. It led me to Ayurveda, which I studied because it taught me how to heal my body. And that healing is our natural state. And then that goes, I led down 
I led down. Ha ha ha. What is my English right now? Um, that led me down so many other pathways and portals to where I am now as really a person who's here to elevate consciousness through creating community. So I feel so, so blessed. But in those times and looking back, I'm so grateful for all the challenges because they they guided me to where I am now. In the past, I have had psychic readings. Um, I've had I've been read by Phil Goodlife, if you follow him on Instagram. He is so woke, so definitely check him out. And I've had an Akashic Record reading with Ashley Wood, and Ashley Wood is really doing such amazing things in this world. The Akashic Records are basically a library in the sky of your soul's history. So I've always been into this kind of soul reading. Um, and in numerology, that's really my path, the, the path of the soul. So it's pretty funny how it all comes together. But I will say that before this reading with Danielle, I have had glimpses of remembrance of past life experiences. And what this has felt like for me was specifically around speaking my voice. And if you're listening to this podcast, you might have had the same experience too. But when I really started to step into my role as a leader and starting to guide others and host ceremonies and host women's circles and, you know, launch these beautiful coaching programs, there was a lot of fear. And it was being, it was around being seen for being kind of woo-woo or like a witch or different. So that's a story I've carried for a lot of my life, being different than others. And it's shown up in so, so many ways. But when it came to speaking my voice, I kept having glimpses of this past life remembrance as a witch, someone who was a healer, but was ridiculed and possibly hurt for using her voice and speaking up. So I have had fear in the past about speaking up about more of these spiritual mystical experiences that I have had. And it feels so good to talk about this now because like that is long gone. Like I'm good. I am so ready to talk about any of this stuff and to be making a podcast on past life regressions is very exciting. <laughs> um, so you might be listening to this and feeling the same exact way, truly, because we are also deeply connected. Um, and if you're into the spiritual, more occult, more mystical worlds, the woo, you might have also had a past life in a healing um, profession. And I'm, I'm taking a moment because this is so funny. If you listen to Jen's podcast last week, she needed so much water. I need a sip of water. One moment, everyone. So this brings me to today. Well, a couple of days ago, last week, I had the reading. And I was a little nervous before the experience um, because I was like, what's going to happen? What's going to, what am I going to see? What am I going to go to? Where am I going to go? Yada, yada. And during the past life regression, so basically this is how it went. I was seated. We did this over Zoom. And I was just in a nice, comfortable comfortable space in my home. And she guided me through a really, really simple and beautiful meditation to align my chakras, to connect me down with the earth so I was rooted, but also connect me with the higher realms. And I just felt this sense of deep, deep surrender because I was so... I was so comforted of my guide, and I think that's a really, really important part of this path to trust who is guiding you. 
And even as a person who is a coach and a mentor for others, I won't work with just everyone because I might not be their perfect person for what they need in the moment. And this is not about money. This is about really showing up as a servant leader. So it felt really good to have Danielle as my guide, I will say. And she basically guided me to a space above the earth. Um, and in the sky where we went to the higher realms and I was asked if I wanted to take myself on the journey or if I wanted to be guided. And it was so, I don't even want to say weird, but it was a beautiful divine coincidence because my guide was Anna, grandmother of Jesus. And I knew she was coming. I felt her energy. It was so, so aligned. And Danielle also said, she's like, I had a feeling she was going to be your guide. So I put on her oil, which I thought was so, so funny. So I was already feeling super supported by Anna as my guide. And I'm still on the journey to like look more into her and really align with that archetype because I love archetypal just figures and how we can embody them and call upon them for support in this lifetime. So Anna was my guide and so was Danielle. And I went to four different past lives of mine. And I'm going to talk about two because I feel like they're the most, um, the most powerful for me in this moment. And what basically happened <laughs> was we, as Anna, as my guide, we hopped down into the earth and we kind of drifted down. And of course, this is not physically, but I could feel um, a sense of shift in gravity, which was really, really interesting in my physical body. And, you know, just going down to the earth. And the first question she would ask me was, what did it look like on the ground when I landed in the place? And that was the easiest thing to describe. So I'm going to first talk about my trip to the native lands. And I don't exactly know where this was. I just remember seeing dirt on the ground and being surrounded um, by trees. And it was a long, long, long time ago. It wasn't, it wasn't any time recently. But I was a medicine woman. I was an elder medicine woman. I was wearing brown sandals and an animal skin dress and... There was a group of people and I was teaching them the wisdom and I have the chills right now so that she's coming through um, in this moment. And it was just a beautiful experience. What I felt there and what I was reminded of <laughs> was about the importance of food and plants to heal. And this is something that opened my opened my pathway. This started my journey. This is how I, I started everything with Lyme disease. Food was the first thing for me. And to have that reminder, I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I almost forgot. Um, and that really I need to keep sharing about that because people don't know how to nourish their bodies properly. So that was a beautiful reminder. And in that time, um, the question I asked her was, why am I scared to be a leader? And I have the chills as I'm even saying that, but she said, you can either go through life embracing your role or fearing it, but fear will never guide you back to yourself. You can either go through your life embracing your role or fearing it, and fear won't guide you back to yourself. 
And hearing that, it's just, it's so powerful. Like it really, really, really moves me because I do have still some of those fears of being a leader and being and being judged for my having these conversations about past life regressions. Like even as a leader, I am still humbled by my own fears. I'm not perfect. And I love sharing that with the world. I think it makes me more human. But that is good for all of us. We can either embrace our role, embrace our gifts, embrace all that we are and all that we have, or we can go through life fearing it and fear gets us nowhere. Like come back to A Course in Miracles, fear and love. There's two pathways, two emotions. You choose. Fear is not leading you home. Fear is not leading you back to yourself. So that was just such a beautiful, beautiful reminder. And one of the most powerful things in this in this lifetime was that I was gifted with snake medicine okay and I said this to Danielle and I was like I have no idea what this is I don't even know but this just came through um and my mind's like snake medicine and I did have to do a little bit of research on it but basically what I have formulated and what I have understood is that snake medicine is one of the most powerful healing medicines because snake medicine, typically these people have been bitten by many, many snakes, and they use the power to heal others, mind, body, soul. So I did look up a little bit about what it meant, and here are a few things I read. Snake totem possesses the following virtues, wisdom, healing, intuition, awakening of creative force. If you think about like the kundalini energy, that's the, the, um, the coiled serpent at the base of your spine able to handle change without resistance, increased sensitivity to the environment, cycles and change, fertility and transformation, and increased powers of observation and gut feeling. And I was just like, damn, oh my God. And you know what's the funniest thing? Snakes in this lifetime are one of my greatest fears, okay? Uh, but the message always comes through with snakes. So a, a couple of nights after I had this reading, I had a dream. <laughs> I had a dream that there were snakes everywhere. It was so freaking scary. It was so scary. Like everywhere I looked, there were snakes. Everywhere I looked, there were snakes. And I totally forgot about the dream until I woke up and I saw a post about shedding your skin. I feel so deeply connected to it, even though it's like one of my greatest fears. But do you guys ever feel that? Like the things that you're so scared by are also what can really move the needle forward for you. And it makes me think of one of my favorite quotes that I share with my clients, which is make your mess your message. I almost couldn't say it. Make your mess your message. So I'm really embracing this whole snake medicine. I really want to tune into that energy and continue to be a healer, even if it's not in the same exact way that it was in this, this lifetime as a native elder women, woman. But I so feel her energy come through so so often because i i feel really old sometimes like really old <laughs> um in this 26 year old body i feel very very um old <laughs> with wisdom uh in a way that makes me feel different from others but i'm really learning to embrace those things and to rewrite the narratives of my own stories and the agreements i've made with myself you know all that good jazz so that was one of the lives that I traveled to. And it was just so, so 
deeply beautiful. And it's a life I've, I've always felt connected to. So to really see and feel and like see these other people in my tribe around a campfire and be the teacher, <laughs> which is like who I am today, it was just so reassuring. So I'm so, so grateful for that. And the last message that came through there, and I kind of forget where, what this was about, but I wrote down, we're all different parts of the one. We're all different parts of the one. We're all different parts of the one. (laughs) So you can brainstorm on that and what it means to you. So between each life, we took a moment to go back up to the sky. So it was almost like to regain our our footing and move back up toward the sky to the higher realms to see where we needed to go. And I mentioned to Danielle that the sky felt so, so good for me. I was like, it felt like I was at home in the sky. And she said, well, we don't always need to do earth lives. We can do other places. And I was like, all right, let's go. Um, Let me strap on my seatbelt. No, but, and that's where we went. So we went into the sky and we went to a star cluster. And this star cluster is called Pleiades. And you might have heard of this star cluster. I'm still kind of in the learning experience myself. And what really, really stood out to me was that I wasn't being fed any answers here. So it was a beautiful reminder to trust my own intuition and what I was seeing. Sometimes Danielle would ask some really helpful questions to guide me, but she was never feeding me the answer. So I was always my own guide, which really, really, if you hear my message, like that's what it's all about. Be your own best teacher. You are your own guide. So when I said, like when it was realized that it was Pleiades, I was like, oh, what is that? Like, I don't know that much about it. I just know from the Rebecca Campbell work your light Oracle card deck. (laughs) That's about it. But what I saw was unbelievable and so different. So in this world, these were the colors, purple, blue, and green. It was like a beautiful candy land of, of color and the world looked upside down it looked very different almost inside out and that's the only way i can explain it and it wasn't that trees were drifting downward but it was just so so different and we went into um a house that was on the path where i was and she asked is this your house and i said i don't think so I was like, but it feels very comfortable. And then the message came through that no one owns things there. Everything was communal. It's a shared, it's a shared world. And this house looked like a big dome. It was like a big circle, stucco looking, looking place. I don't remember what color it was, but it wasn't very barren. It was, it was beautiful in its color. And it was so beautiful to be in this world because I realized why I have some of the some of the thoughts I do here and these were the messages that came through in Pleiades not everyone understands you and that is okay not everyone understands you and that is okay 
Not everyone understands you, and that is okay. I'm still working with that one. I'll be honest here. Still working with that one. Because sometimes I feel very different from others, especially in my in my age group. And like, I'm here talking about Pleiades in my podcast. Um, but I know there's other Pleiadian people like me out there. So <laughs> I feel you. Reach out to us, sister. Um, another message was, there is something so much greater than this earth world. And I'll share with you all something that I used to feel as a young child. So I would look up to the sky and I would literally think, what is this world? Like, there's so much world more, more than this world. I can feel it. I know it. And I was like five years old. And I would always have that feeling. And sometimes I would have these out-of-body experiences as a young child, like where my body was vibrating and almost like pulsing. I didn't know what was happening. But there's something so much greater than this earth world. I want to remind you that. I want to remind you that. And the last message that came through there was, it's okay. Just be you. Just be. Just be you. Just be. And it's like, damn, like, yeah, that, of course, that is the truth. But it can be challenging in the earth experience to really embody that. So that's why everything that Jen and I share here, like it's all about the journey. And we love talking about where we are at on our journey because it's always ever evolving. And no person is ever ahead of someone else. They're just in a different part of the path. But it's no better or no less than. So just be you. Just be you. Just be you. And we all need that reminder. So after I was on Pleiades... We traveled back down. And actually, I told these to you in reverse order. I don't know why. I just didn't feel like starting with Pleiades first. So this was the order of the reading. I had two lives beforehand, one in Ireland. No surprise, right, guys? No surprise. And the second life was in um, a desert. I was a Bedouin tribes person. Um, had no idea what that was before that. And then I went to Pleiades, and then I went to the native land. And that was... Those are my travels for for the session. This was all in about an hour. So I traveled a lot. I was feeling a little ungrounded after the reading. So I definitely knew I needed to ground myself. I drank a shit ton of water, took a walk outside, like really processed the experience. And I feel so, I feel so ready to like share it with everyone. Um, so I'm excited to be doing this right in this moment. But basically for me, this was such a great investment <laughs> of my time and my money because it wasn't someone just telling me about myself. It was me as the explorer. And like that is what the Aquarian age is all about. The Aquarian age, by the way, side note, is the times that we are living starting around 2011, 2012, when cultures thought the world was ending. We were really just entering a new phase of existence. And this phase is about, you guessed it, community, you being your own best teacher, you being your own best healer, systems, structures, all those things breaking down so that we can see the truth again. So that's where we're at right now. And this reading really empowered me to be reminded that, yeah, I am my own best leader. Yeah, I can trust my intuition. And this is exactly what it feels like. So I love that. Because, like, we've all heard of, like, you know, the psychics who just tell you everything. And it's like, wait, but what about me? So in this, in this lifetime, it's really about 
us coming back to the power and the truth and the intuition and the guidance that we all have within us. It's within each and every one of us. You listening right now, you have intuition. You can channel. You are a guide. You might be more aware of those practices or those those gifts, or you might be a little bit less aware, but it doesn't matter where you are on the journey. Remember, all that matters is you have to just start and you have to just trust. And I do recommend that you surround yourself with people who can really support you on this journey because that's actually why I started hosting Women's Circles because I felt very alone on the journey of self-discovery and figuring out who the F I am. And of course, that journey continues. So yeah, that was the experience. I definitely miss Jen on this because like she would be making so many funny comments at all of this. She'd be like, wait, that's what Pleiades looks like? (laughs) Um, So I miss her and we're definitely going to be figuring out how to make it work in the times. But my message for you all today is that you are your own best healer. You are your own leader. You are your own guide. And to seek out experiences, people, you know, all the things that remind you of that truth, because all of this is about empowering you and uplifting you to be the leader of your own damn life. So that's where we're at. I am so, so thirsty. I see what Jen's saying. I hope you guys have the most incredible week ahead. There's so many beautiful things happening on earth, even with the chaos. So remind yourself to tune into the abundance and the new, the new light codes that are coming into the world. I love you all so much. Have the most amazing week and talk to you guys later. Bye.